Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a Numenera actual play podcast, and I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Hi, how's it going? Marietta Jones. Oh, hi. Stace Babcock. I am still here, and I'm still drinking wine claw. <laughs> and Alex Finn. Live from the nest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who remembers what happens last week? This time I am going to pick on Marietta. Oh, man. I remember how it ended. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, so we all kind of did our own thing. I finished up my meeting. Um, there was some backstory. There was some exposition. It was pretty good. Uh, we had um, Nyx going back and seeing her sick mom, who it turns out has been randomly maybe teleporting to places, and they've hired a nano to help her because I guess it's some sort of disease or there's something going on there. And I guess it's, like, really heckin' expensive, and it sounds like Nyx has made some dollars, but not quite enough, and she hasn't really told us anything about this yet, so. Anyway, um, and then we cut to Chacha and Dilly, who went to really shady bar that they found, um, that we were supposed to meet up at that has a name. It's the Crown something. The Queen's Spittoon. Oh. Queen Spittoon, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And um, so they go there, they get a table, they get a couple beers, and Dilly gives a shin for what was a quarter shin cost, and because he doesn't have change, he just gives the rest of it as a tip, and the lady's like, wink, wink, something's going on there, but we don't really know, and it's kind of confusing and a little awkward. And then um, I feel like... Chacha backstory was also exposed upon. I don't remember exactly what conversation pieces popped up there because I personally wasn't in the room. So anyways, there's more discussion there. (laughs) And then um, Nyx eventually says goodbye to her parents and shows up and they're hanging out. Um, Nyx is like, oh my gosh, guys, you didn't get me my scorpions because, P.S., previously, Nyx had been like, oh, we'll meet up at this bar, get me some green scorpions. And then we all ate the scorpions. And then I showed up and saw there were scorpions, and I was like, mmm, scorpions. And then this creepy, shadowy person was in the, the, the room. They appeared in the bar and were kind of checking me out, I guess, because, you know, how could you not look at me? I understand. Um, and then I wanted to get a better look at them. So I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, teehee. So I like stood up and did like a quick stealth look. And then I was like, that's fucking creepy. That seems like someone from question mark organization. Uh, but I actually do have to pee. So I'm going to go pee. So then I went to the bathroom and then, uh, and then creepy dude followed me, which is creepy first of all. And was like, Hey, you shouldn't ask questions. You know better than that. And then we ended the session. Yes. So specifically, that low gravelly voice said, you should know better than to ask questions like that. That's where we'll pick it up. Talia, you are in this restroom. They didn't come in that long after you. And you have heard this statement and... You have been involved in this organization enough to know that there is, this is a problem. Well, this is an awkward place to have a conversation. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna leave. I think you want to talk to me. Why? I think your life might depend on it. And what would make you think such a thing? So you still can't see their face, but this, like, hooded figure kind of steps a little closer and they say, Listen, I know James has a soft spot for you. Bring in money that that he wants, that's good. But when you start asking questions about how we handle other contracts, it's a problem. Well, then I don't know why you sent me on that mission to begin with. I was very straightforward about my limits. You know, it, it... Seems like you guys really wanted me to find out or I wouldn't have been there. It's not your concern why the other contract was there. 
You were contracted out for your job. Beyond your job, it doesn't matter. You got paid, right? You got paid what you were promised? Suppose. Talia, do we have a problem? I don't know. You're the one who followed me into a bathroom. Which I did actually have to pee, thank you. And she'll, uh, walk into a, presume there are stalls. Yeah, the equivalent of a stall, which kind of is like this weird creature's mouth. They're like... You step over its jagged teeth and, like, you know, move back to where the chair is situated. Wait, wait. <laughs> you know. It's fucked up parts of the Flintstones that you never see. Yep. Yeah. What if I really have to pee, though? I don't want to pee in some monster's mouth. You're late now. You're in the ninth <laughs> world. I feel like I got distracted for three seconds, and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> I just wanted to go to the bathroom, and I'm being, like, perpetrated here. Perpetrated? Uh, so I'm going to attempt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? You might be right. Uh, so I'm just going to go for it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> the figure kind of is still standing outside the mouth and waiting patiently. At this point, I would say, let's come back to the rest of the group. Because um, enough time would have passed for them to have a choice in what kind of action they want to take, if anything. Hey, we, we should help her. Yeah. That's... Nick stands up and is like, hey, guy, what's up? You're going to go into the restroom? How far away is this restroom? Nah, I mean, it's across the room. So as she's walking, she yells, hey, guy, what's up? Even though they're already in there? Oh, they're in there? Yeah. Sure. So a couple of people look up at you and you actually get a glare from the familiar large figure with the goons. Nick shrugs at him. You go into the bathroom. Is anybody else following her? Dilly is going in as well. I'm like torn between like wanting to play puppets with the scorpions mm. and watch the table and going into the bathroom to help. Because I'm just like, how big is this bathroom? Are we just going to get in each other's way? I mean, it's a dive bar, so you don't really know. What would be most logical for Cha-Cha in that moment? Not logical, but what would be most Cha-Cha in that moment? Scorpion puppets, yo. Scorpion puppets. Okay, so Cha-Cha is playing um, scorpion puppets. Um, and actually, one of the other tables that is very drunk is very excited. So tell me about Cha-Cha's puppet show with the scorpions. I think she's reenacting like what she interprets happened in the runes. <laughs> okay. And like one of the scorpions is Nyx and the other one is Dilly. And so they're like reenacting what, how she perceived it happened. And it's a little bit more comical and a little less like, not like action packed, but a, more like, oh, hey. Lol, I slipped on a banana peel. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so you're doing that. The other people are kind of, like, enjoying the humor. And uh, so, Nix, you walk into the restroom first, and you see, standing outside the mouth of this creature, is this shadowy figure. You don't see Italia anywhere, but with the way this figure is sort of staring into the mouth, you assume that she's back there doing her business. Yo, what are you doing? That is pretty rude. The uh, figure <laughs> sort of turns towards you and says, this isn't your concern. Uh, no, nah, you see, that's my girl, Italia, which does make this totally my concern. Do you work for you? Uh, we work together and we're friends, pal. So uh, how about you just leave? That's interesting that you work together. I don't know you or you. Uh, do you want, like, a formal introduction? Like, does it really matter? I'm asking you to leave. I'm just saying, she, she's she got some things to, to explain. Yeah. I, I don't think this is any of your concern. It's, it's between her and me. Nah, I mean, maybe, but you don't seem like you're quite on the up and up. And like I said, that's my girl. So, uh, and she's using the bathroom. So I got to say, not a good look, guy. Like, not a good look. <laughs> So they pulled her hood back, and it is clearly a woman with long red hair with a scar across her throat. So weird, dude. I'm 
Why are you watching Natalia go to the bathroom? <laughs> Just have to talk to her a little bit. Get some questions answered. <laughs> Slightly panicking, Dylan would be like, Hey! This woman over here is a pee pervert! <laughs> Do we allow pee perverts in this establishment? She's just trying to get the bar to turn on throat cut here. So, so you're actually like opening the door and yelling that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This guy's this girl's peeping on someone peeing. What? What's? Wow. Wow. Pretty gross, right? This is going to be an intellect based roll of 12. Oh, I'm going to put some effort into that. <laughs> and if you have anything in performance or anything like that, that would help you, of course, as well. I do not. Ten. So you put effort into it, right? Yeah, so the level should be nine. Okay, so yeah, so there are a couple of patrons that get up and the bartender kind of like whispers to somebody and a couple of patrons start heading in that direction as if they're going to come in and deal with this. The person in the, the hood says, uh, says, fine, I uh, get what you're saying. And then they kind of look into the mouth. And Dude, <laughs> it's still <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, there she goes again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, you really had to go. <laughs> Yo, Italia. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Italia, pull your pants up. Someone is watching really? you. Meanwhile, there's this sound like a horse walking through the street or something like that. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, this uh, woman looks in. I'm like definitely buttoning my trousers at this point. She says, Italia, I didn't tell you, smart people don't ask too many questions about contracts. Remember, you've got more to lose than just you. And then the figure um, looks at the rest of you and goes into another creature um, <laughs> next to Italia's. And after a short moment, you hear a really terrible sound. <laughs> Are we just letting that be ambiguous or what? <laughs> or is that going to be a thing in post? You uh, you think that maybe like you heard a whisper saying, like, "Not like this," and then <laughs> just this terrible splattering sound. Oh! Oh no! That poor <laughs> creature. Great. Now there's a line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Gosh. Yeah. Let's find a different bar. No, man. Come on. There's still scorpion seed. The Scorps. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Cha-Cha's touched them all. As you come out of the bathroom, you do see Cha-Cha like, making like, a couple of them dance, and the rest of the, the plate is clearly not anywhere near the same sense of order it was before. Yo, Cha-Cha, if you're going to make puppets out of the Scorps, like, can you use the Scorps that already been ate? I, I mean, yeah, but they don't have the same flex ability or movement when you take out the meat. Yeah, but the meat is the delicious part, dude. But they like this. Okay, you keep those, and I'm gonna <laughs> eat these. <laughs> How angry is the crowd that the puppet show is now down to two? Well, then you're gonna have to give me a performance roll if that's what you're gonna push towards. What? Um, <laughs> give, me, give me a 15. Don't judge my life. <laughs> You're saving people from death. I'm doing a saucy puppet show. Ooh, I got a 19. This is an amazing puppet show. Holy shit. Okay, yeah. So as you start following Nix's suggestion, there are several tables that are like, oh, come on. That was funny stuff. You know, one of them, like, looks at Nixon and says, God, they were right about you. And then they go. Uh -huh. I like, I don't even know who they are, dude. The guy, roll the guy rolls his eyes and um, motions his head towards the 
like huge guy in the corner with the goons around him. Oh, him? You listen to him? <laughs> He's a total asshole. I can't believe you didn't know. Looks up to you like that asshole owns, owns half of the neighborhood down here, one way or another. I mean, still an asshole, though. Give me some sort of charisma, persuasion, positive social interactions, anything like that. Target's a nine. I'm trained in social interactions. That's a six. Thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So this guy kind of gives you like a brief smirk, like he totally gets where you're coming from and says, but it's just the way it is. And he goes back to his drink. Deuces. Yeah. So this, uh, you guys are back in the middle of the bar. The shadowy figure has not emerged yet. What are you going to do? I feel like we should leave. This whole, yeah, I'm cool with that. Let's go. This whole environment is soured for me. We should get out of here. All right, but let me get some scorps to go. Okay, fine. So Nix goes up and orders those scorps to go, and the bartender starts uh, sort of like raising her eyebrow at you, kind of looking beyond. She, uh, you know, seems to take down Nix's order and starts getting it ready. She hands off um, something to somebody else. There's a small sort of teenage kid that's kind of running around with orders and they come up and they hand uh, Dilly a piece of folded paper. Uh, oh, uh, thank you. Why are you doing this? Why are you handing this to me? Uh, I was asked to give it to you. And then the teenager's off again, like delivering more scorpion trays to other people. Wait, who are you from? Oh, okay. Dilly will open up the paper and read it. It says, I get off in 30 minutes. Okay. We need to leave right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's get the fuck out of here. Where are we going? Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know if you go out at night. Where do you usually go at night? I don't go anywhere. Okay, well, then where's nowhere? Uh, usually my shop, but... It's being renovated. Okay, so that is definitely deception. It's, I was going to say, deception check. That is definitely a lie. Please roll deception. I'm also trained in detecting falsehoods. Uh, that is a 12. Okay. I got an 18. Okay. And I also got an 18. Oh, man. And you're trained, so it's a 21 for you. Cha-cha and Natalia, you are absolutely certain that Dilly is hiding something. The whole stop shop is being renovated thing is like the worst lie you've ever heard. How dare you? That was 12. It was plausible, at least. <laughs> up to Italia and Chacha, what they do with that information. I think Chacha's just going to look at him and say, you need to learn how to lie better. Second one, and this is bad. What? I not... Lying? I'm totally not lying. And then, actually, around his head, you will see a brief flash of a woman's face, I think. I'm not lying. Whatsoever. So, does everyone else see the lady, or is this a horror? I think everybody else sees it in this case. Okay. Whether or not Cha-Cha would know that instinctively or not. That's a good question. Does she question everything's existence? How crazy is she? Stay tuned and find out. <laughs> or is she so crazy she doesn't question anything? These decisions will be made later. <laughs> Easily made <laughs> on the fly, as I see fit. <laughs> so is the shop actually closed or is it like repossessed because you have no money? We can't go there. I We just can't go to my shop, so... Anybody else has a cool hangout place, treehouse, or fort by the creek? I don't I mean, oh, Nix isn't there. Sorry. Are we going to go stay in Nix's parents' basement? <laughs> uh, you guys want some pizza rolls? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Trying to game in here. Your mom just popped in with pizza rolls. Would you like some? Excellent. Thanks, Ma. Thanks. Chacha's going to say, oh, I've been hanging out at this kid's house because his parents are out. But I don't think he wants more friends. Uh, 
Dex is still at the counter. Got nothing. <laughs> I would say at this point, Nix is approaching with a huge sack of, uh, of, yeah. You've got like a sack that looks like you've got three orders of green scorpions. And of course, because it's the ninth world, some of them are still sort of twitching and poking their legs through the sack. Right on. She like grabs, grabs one by the tail and just crunches it. <laughs> Damn. Next, do you have a place we could go besides here? Oh, yeah, we can. Uh... Oh, you know what? We can go to the uh, the way house. The, uh, from the Benevolent Society. It's it, Actually, I gotta go there anyway. I gotta deliver a message. Yeah. It's made for it's made for travelers to like chill at. It's like it's open to the public. Did they report to the queen? No, nah, the Benevolent Society is bigger than Charmant, man. Okay. That sounds nice. To any shady people come through? Dilly would be aware of this because they are uh, they are known of in Sherman. Cha-Cha, oh, okay. it's very likely you've probably, unless you want to roll for it, you've probably never heard of this order. No, I was just going to ask a creepy question of if there were any kids there. Go ahead. <laughs> Look at Stasis face. <laughs> Doesn't help that this is an audio-only medium. I'm sorry. It's just so <laughs> shock and horror. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, are there kids at this place or is it just for adults? Sometimes, like, families will stay with their kids. Yeah. I can't guarantee that there's kids. If that's what you're looking for, Chacha. <laughs> Can I just uh, very politely ask you, what's your deal with kids? Kids are... Kids aren't mean. Like, adults are mean. Kids say if they don't like you or not. Like, Steve that I'm hanging out at his house, he tells me if I'm not allowed to eat the food or not. Most of the time I just stay in his room though. And he lets me stay in there and then he gets the couch. Well, that doesn't seem bad. Sorry, Nix was going to say something? No, that's fine, Dilly. I think we have the same sentiment here. And also, wouldn't you prefer people be upfront about their feelings instead of hiding it and lying to you? Well, most of the times, adults just beat me up and throw me out of town. Holy shit. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Why would they do that? They don't like me. Any reason? Also, can we leave? Can we, like, walk and talk or something? Oh, yeah. This way, guys. Awesome. Nix um, very specifically throws double deuces at the asshole in charge of half the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) He just smiles at you coldly. Ruin the Benevolent House? Is that what this is? The Benevolent Society of Travelers. Yeah, their way house. Is it just kind of like a Dorothy Day halfway house kind of thing? Or like a free hostel. (laughs) It's like a hostel? Yeah. A youth hostel or for everybody? As you guys approach, what you see is a pretty well established like home. It's not fancy, but it's 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 well kept. It has this front door with a wide open porch in the front that has an image of a compass rose carved into it. And as Nix leads you towards it, you do see that there is one figure just sort of laid back and relaxing in a rocking chair on the porch. Nick's who you recognize. What up, hey you? Oh, Nix, you're back. That's awesome. Uh oh, you got a you got a whole crew with you. Got a crew and got some scorps. You want some? Oh my god, I would kill for some scorps right now. Here you go, man. And she like gives up one of her clamshells of scorps. Yep, so he cracks it open and, and sucks up to me. He's like, oh, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, that place is a shithole, but the scorps, am I right? You cannot beat these scorps. Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah, my pleasure. Ooh, now I'm tired. 
and rest, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. And he kind of stands up and then kind of stumbles a little bit and then he finds his way. He heads in ahead of you guys. Nix, is that your dad? No. You just seem so similar. What? No, man. He's also a traveler. It's uncanny how much you two are alike. Thanks. Brother? Is that your brother? No. (laughs) Okay. No relation, man. Huh. All right. Either way. At least get out of the way so I can go in. All right. So Nick leads the way <laughs> and um, like directs the crew to the like a, the common area inside. Yeah, it does. It's pretty easy. I mean, it's it's pretty chill in here. There aren't a huge number of people besides Hey You here. You kind of come in with the group, and it depends on you if you want to mingle or if you want to try to find them rooms right away. Um, I think Nix would direct them to the common area to hang out and then talk to or try to find um, Jen. Okay. So you go there and you see um, Pathfinder Jen. And she is standing over a desk and looking over some paperwork. Now I can't remember if it's Jen or Jem. Was it Jemenemy? It's Jemenemy, but she asked you to call her Jen. Okay. Yo, Pathfinder Jen. Oh, Nix. Nix, I'm glad to see you. I was worried I wouldn't see you until later. Now you get to see me today. I, uh, any news on that boot allowance? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Things look good. Um, I should have some news for you probably by tomorrow afternoon. Awesome. Um, so uh, another thing. I heard you, uh, you dropped by and saw my mom. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, you know, I I originally was going to wait to talk to you, but, you know, I, I realized that the name was recognizable. I have just stopped by since I knew you were busy. Yeah, so uh, just, like, cool it on that. Glad you got to converse, but, you know, she's uh, she's not doing so well right now. So I'd appreciate it if, like, from now on, you would wait for me to go there or go with me or ask me so we can just make sure she's like in a good place. Okay. Uh, give me a perception role, actually. Uh, or not perception, but a, like a persuasion of some sort of positive social interaction. Yep. Target would be a 12. Okay. So nine for me. I got three. Okay. She looks at you. She's like, Oh, I totally understand. But, uh, you did mention that I could come visit her. I'm I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think I might have actually said that I would take you to see her. So, like, I get where you're confused, but just going forward, you know, she's not doing well. You know, I'm real worried about her. You know, parents, you know, we honor our parents. Sure, sure. Yes. So this is me uh, taking care of them and asking you not to go there without me again. Oh, uh, of course, traveler. I will respect your wishes. Oh, sweet. Thanks, Jen. Have a good night. Thanks. Now she'll find her rooms. So did, like, the whole party just witness that? Possibly. Like, I don't think it's... I don't know. Would Nick, would the rest of the party have followed Nix all the way to the Pathfinder, or would they have just kind of stayed in the common area? Because you said you were going to direct them to the common area and then ha- go look for the Pathfinder. Yeah, I guess it would depend on just on yeah if they followed me or how close to how close the Pathfinder was because like Nix wouldn't have tried not to have the conversation in front of them. Uh, if Dilly was told to stay in the common area, Dilly wouldn't have tried to snoop. Yeah, I would have stayed there as well. Yeah, Cha Cha. I think she would have gone like halfway there, like a little bit closer, kind of like what you doing over there? You doing some illegal juggling? You selling us out? What you doing over there, Nix? Yeah, I would say if you're going halfway, you probably it's not enough to tell what's going on. But uh, yeah, so I guess in that case, nobody's really heard your conversation. So Nix, you come back to the group. You encounter Cha Cha first, who is much closer than the rest of them. Hey, Cha Cha, the uh, 
common rooms this way. Uh, you guys tired? You guys want rooms? What are you thinking? Just rooms that we can lock the windows in. Oh, yeah. I'm not even sure these windows open, honestly. It's a pretty old building. They they might be painted shit. And uh, I guess Nyx goes back to the common area. And um, You guys, actually, uh, I think I'm going to head out. Uh, is there somewhere we can meet up in the morning? Here? Yeah, sure. I'll uh, meet you guys back here. You see what you can find out. I'll see what I can find out. We'll meet in the morning. She'll kind of back up. Back it up, up, up. Okay. Since the rest of you are kind of staying in the common area, one of the um, few other people in this room kind of like wanders up somewhat drunkenly and uh, puts their arm. They have to bend over to do it a little bit over Dilly's shoulder. Ah! And so, and so, Can I help you? You look familiar, man. Where do I know you from? <laughs> Hi, hi, you, you've never met me before. Are you sure? I don't know why. You look really familiar. Uh, it's just my face. One of those faces? Yeah, it's just one of those faces that... I don't know, I swear I saw you before. I, I swear you have not seen me. Hey, 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 you over there. Uh, have you ever seen... The, this guy looks familiar, right? This other guy looks up and is like... He does look familiar here, man. Um, where was that from? At this point, Nix is kind of coming in. Nix, on your way back, you notice on one of the work boards, a, uh, it's listed as a, as a private deal, which means that there's not a lot of details about it. But there is a pending job to return somebody to someone. A contact that for a specific location, there is a very well drawn picture of Dilly. Nix immediately grabs it, pulls it off the board, folds it up, and sticks it in her pocket. Does Cha Cha see this? Cha Cha probably saw Nix pull something off the board and put it in her pocket, but Cha Cha probably didn't see whatever it was itself. Nix, what are we hiding? Uh, I'll explain later, Cha-Cha, but, like, just play it cool, right? I mean, cool, or do we need to set it on fire? (laughs) Nah, we're not going to set it on fire yet, but we probably will, so keep that in your back pocket, all right? Okay. Yeah, that's what Nix does. Okay. Um, so as you wake your way back, um, there are those... And there's Hey You and some other traveler who you don't recognize, Nix, and they are looking at Dilly like, I think it was like a drawing or something that we saw him in. Like, it's, you just have this very familiar face to us. I, I, so craziest thing, I, it's a very common face in this part of town. I bet uh, Dilly's trying to, like, I think, pull away mm-hmm. from these two. Okay. I'd say, but at this point, Nix and Cha Cha are coming into your shop. I, 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 hey, look, something behind you is, fuck it, something behind you is on fire. Uh, Dilly's gonna use his minor illusion. Ooh, a chair or something manageable, for lack of a better word, appears to be on fire. Okay, okay, I think that's good. I think it'll depend a little bit on your delivery. So this is gonna be relatively easy roll, but it's going to be some sort of performance or deception, and the target will be six. Um, Dilly's going to put a level of effort into that. That's a three. I am going to assume deception, just because I don't know how to perform. Like, hey, there's a fire behind you that you can definitely see. Anyway, ten, ten, ten. Nice. Okay, so they look back and the grip on you loosens and they're like, holy shit. And uh, the one that he referred to as, hey, you runs over and is like trying to like slap it with a, with a thick blanket. Um, I think as long as I'm focusing on it, I can have it react relatively uh, realistically. Okay. We'll just assume that happens. Um, is there anything else you want to do in the sense that now that he has loosened up his grip around your shoulders, 
or if you have something that, or if Nix wants to do something, however you guys want to play this. Dilly's going to at least deepen his hood and I think try to find his friends, try to hide behind them. I, it's not an ability that Dilly has at the moment, but I think he's at least trying to like change his face using his illusion, Mm. but it's probably not working out too well. No, it just kind of probably looks funky and strange. It's big splotch splotches on his face. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So Nixon Cha-Cha, you have now overheard bits of this and you see this illusion that Billy is casting probably looks very realistic to you guys. I didn't even do fire this time. Holy shit. Nyx tosses the scorpions at Hey You and like knocks over the chair and starts stomping on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I would say that Dilly can probably kind of keep up with that illusion. I mean, I guess Dilly, if you want to, it's probably a three intellect roll. Uh, I am. Dilly's pretty frazzled at this, so he's going to put a level of effort into that to make it a gimme. Okay. So, yeah, it falls and definitely kind of snuffs out as Nyx is stomping on it. So, side question. How obvious would it be to Chacha and Nyx that Dilly's trying to, like, hide who he is? Like, oh, let me just lower this hood a little bit more. Uh, Dilly's not particularly subtle. Oh. Uh, Yeah, I, I would say, instead of a contested role, I would just say, you know, seeing through deception or something like that. And the target is a six. Okay, so Chacha got a nat 20. So she knows Dilly's social security number now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cha- Chacha knows that Dilly is absolutely trying to hide. It is absolutely obvious to her that he is on the run from someone. He is definitely desperate. And beyond that, that's probably the most you can make out of just trying to do- determine that. So would hedge magic change Dilly's face? Hedge magic can change subtle appearances. Like you could change eye color or hair color or something like that while you're trying to do it. But you you couldn't necessarily like give somebody a completely different face. Like could she like throw on like a scar and a beard? You could throw on a like a scar and a beard, but it wouldn't. Necess- but once again, like his core facial structure, right, would still be the same. That's fine. Scars and beards change a lot, mm-hmm. and it's not permanent. It's something that, like, occasionally you will have to refresh. Yeah, I think just for now, Chacha throws a beard and a scar on him. Like, cool story, bro. So, of course, the person already had him. So if they look back, they're like, "Holy shit, man! When did you grow a beard?" I, uh, what? Does Dilly notice that his face has changed? You probably can't feel anything different, but if you like Samson, since you actually have a beard, you know, like sometimes if you look down, you can see the hair on your lip or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Dilly will kind of do that duck face like, beard, what are you? Yes, my beard. The thing that the person you're thinking of probably didn't have. So please leave me alone. That's so weird. Okay, so Dilly, since you're trying to do that, give me a persuasion roll with an asset. Um, target is 12. Uh, 12 with the asset? No, with the asset it would be 9. Uh, I'll try that straight. Fuck. 6. I gave you this awesome beard! It's... Sorry. <laughs> Dude, kind of like looks at he's like, did I see you in a drawing? The fire starts up behind him again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's happening again? <laughs> you should have. Is Nix doing anything? Yeah, she's like, damn, what the fuck, this fire, guys? Like, <laughs> to be fair to Nix, uh, my illusions at this point are only sight and sound. So, oh, if she stomped it out, she would probably notice that. There was no heat. Yeah. Okay, well, I think next with her finding the... Correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel, but I think with her finding the poster and the job and, like, seeing what's going on, she's figured out. So now she's just trying to cover for Dilly. Um, So she's just like, damn, that fire. Holy shit. Hey, you. And uh, 
other guy. Other guy is now his name in my notes. Uh, pay attention to me? No? Can I have my scores? But you know what? Why don't you guys let us clean this up? You guys go take those scores to the front porch and enjoy yourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Stace, I am going to give you, because they're already confused about Samson to a certain degree, and also because of all the confusion, you're going to have two assets to this, one for all the confusion, and then one because you are from the Society of Benevolent Travelers. And so, for you, it would be a six. Cool. And then I can't apply assets beyond? You have two assets. If you have a skill in, po- in social interaction, you can apply. I do have a skill. Okay, so that brings it down to a three for you. Thirteen. Yeah. Okay, so they buy into it and they say, huh, yeah, I guess you got a point. And uh, hey, you looks up and says, like, hey, if, if Nix says it, it's got to be right. Nix is, Nix is a good person. Nix is good shit. Nix was a good and- kid. <laughs> the two kind of wander off and uh leaving a probably slightly quaking dilly um standing there with you guys uh, we i think i may need to leave this house uh, oh my fucking god y'all uh, okay so nix writes a note for Italia, like we went to my mom's, <laughs> puts it on the board, and is like, "Yeah, like there's only one other place I know to go, and it's my mom's house." But if I bring you here, you guys have to be chill as hell because she's sick and she's resting. I cannot have this level of shenanigans, <laughs> Dilly. I. <laughs> Didn't do anything that I'm aware of. So as long as your mom is chill, I'll be chill. Okay. You guys, you guys aren't even gonna lay eyes on my mom, right? You guys are gonna go inside. You can go downstairs. Yes, absolutely. Just can we get out of here? Yeah, let's go. All right. Okay. So you head over to Stacey's family home. It is once again. It is a very nice neighborhood, and it's actually from the exterior a very nice home. As Nix opens the door, though, you can see that it's a little bit more run down inside. Um, this was clearly at one point like a very impressive, you know, home in terms of value. Um, but it looks like a lot of stuff has been sold off. Like there's a lot of empty shelves and things like that. And uh, as you walk in, Nix, you notice that your father's no longer sitting on that bench. And uh, the house is relatively quiet. Mix immediately leads them down to the basement. Okay. <laughs> we are in your basement. Billy follows. Unless Chacha sees unseen horrors, she follows. So Nix leads them down into the basement, and there's just a, kind of like a lot of empty shelves, very small portion of like non perishable foods, and uh, a lot of bare. F- floor she's like hey it's not comfortable like the way house but like roll out your bedrolls like rest in here i'm gonna go tell my parents that we're here guys i need you to look me in the eyes do not leave this basement okay but what if i light it on fire cha-cha if you light it on fire you're gonna stay down here and you're gonna put it out all right what about the horrors can't speak for the horrors, but if you gotta leave the basement, you gotta go outside. I cannot have my mom get stressed out. She's, just, it, you know, it's it's not good. Okay. 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 Thank you for offering your basement. By the way. Oh yeah, Dilly. Uh, while you're down here, I just uh, and Nick pulls out the poster. We're gonna talk about this when I get back. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And it is a poster that has Dilly's name on it with, like, a, it seems like some sort of code name for somebody to check with. Presumably from the Pathfinder, you could figure out who it actually is. And the bounty listed there is currently 500 shits. Oh, no. Dilly, did you juggle? 
I would never juggle in our queen's beautiful city. How dare you? And Dilly, as you're looking at this bounty, your name, we're going to cut back to Italia. Italia was going back home, I assume? Yes, yes. So you come in the door. The place is relatively dark, as you would expect from this time of night. And from out of one of the bedrooms trots that sesky kind of happily looks <laughs> at and you hear a voice from that bedroom with the door open that says, Talia, is that you? Yep. Yep, that's me. Oh god, I'm glad you're home. You were you're gone almost a week this time. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be gone so long. Um I'm glad you're okay. You are okay, right? Of course, I'm always okay. Give me a deception roll of twenty of nine. <laughs> At a detriment because that's your grandma. How dare you? She knows. <laughs> I rolled the same. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I you don't have to lie to me. I know, I know things are hard, and I know I don't. My condition doesn't make things any easier. But please don't lie to me. And I worry about you when you're gone for more than a night. I wish you wouldn't, though. I don't want to cause you more trouble, but... Anyway, here's some here's some money, and I'll leave 30 of the shins on the counter. I should cover everything for a little bit, at least. Ellie, you know I worry about this work you're doing. I know, but I just... I don't have anything else I can do right now. And, and you know, I'm saving a little bit, so maybe... maybe Something else will come along, but I'm, I, I try to be careful. You sure? There's this other stuff because I'm just worried that you're, you're getting to like this kind of work that you're doing. You know, at one point you were talking about getting enough money to go back to school or to get to school. And now you're just, I don't hear you talk about that anymore. And so at this point you notice the Sesky um, has come up and started licking the fingers on your right hand. I'll pet the Sesky. Very thoroughly. The the crystals along its back glow sort of a happy lilac. Speaking of which, I wonder if I should return this fellow. Because uh, I don't think his owners can... How have you enjoyed having a pet? Oh, she's been... She's been very pleasant. She's been a good friend. It seemed a little lonely, like it was worried while you were gone. And you know how loyal these creatures are. I'm kind of shocked that it bonded to you so quickly. Yeah, it was definitely a bizarre experience. I'm not sure how this all happened, to be honest. But I'll never say no to some affection. Wow, that was really depressing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I'll be around for a little bit. I'm trying to, f- to figure out some things. You know, I I do try to stay out of trouble, but I, I have lines I don't want to cross, and I think some of those things might be coming up soon that I'll have to actually deal with. Mm, that's tough. But lines are good. Lines are very good. They're very important. Just remember that what's important about the lines is what's good for for you and yours. It's not... There's nobody else. Not even... She takes a moment. She kisses her hand and touches it to the wall of the house and says, not even our queen decides what's right from wrong and saying be careful but I'm, I'm glad you're home come here and give your grandma a hug I'll go hug her real good grandmas give the best hugs it is it is a great hug oh man <laughs> she kind of smiles at you and wanders back into her bedroom and gets back into her bed Alright, I'll crawl into mine and take the Susky with me. Yep, the Susky definitely happily like hops up onto the bed that you're at, curls up by your feet. It's huge though, so like it's taking up a good chunk of the bed. We are forced to spoon. Oh no, <laughs> I'm so angry. No, I'm not. I'm just great. So much spooning. Right, I guess I'll drift off and consider my options and try to decide how I'm gonna find out where this stupid artifact is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would say the next morning you arise and uh, as you're getting ready for the day, at some point you open the front door and you see 
something stuck in the door there with a nail in an envelope. I'll go investigate that. Okay. So when you open the envelope, you see a picture of a circle with a hand holding a dagger in it. And okay. at the bottom, it, it says, see me. And it has an address for a part of town that you're not super familiar with. It's one of the other wards, and it has a time, which is tonight at 8 p.m. And then underneath that handwritten is a note in a totally different handwriting that says, Sorry about this A. I did what I could. And then it's signed with just a J. And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> We got Italia cliffhangers. We've got Dewey cliffhangers. Shit. Better get my story straight. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Chacha's <laughs> looking pretty normal right now. <laughs> no, Chacha is still the slightly odd one out. <laughs> so whether it made you feel awesome or not, but what was a moment for Dilly that stuck out for you this time, Samson? Oh, shit. Um... I did like getting an excuse to yell out pee pervert. That was fun. <laughs> but that was more of a me thing, not a dilly thing. Um, nothing pr- particularly like awesome, but I did like the sudden intensity of dilly being recognized and mm-hmm. oh shit, people are looking for dilly. Yeah. That was fun in a unorthodox way. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. We have a segment each week that we do called Player Intrusions. It's where one of us tells you something that you should be checking out to enjoy. So this week it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you give our listeners an XP to check out? Listen, I feel like this isn't going to come as a surprise, Daniel, but it's going to be for Foundryside by Robert mm. Jackson Bennett. Yeah, which I literally just finished yesterday. And... Mm. It was just, it was really incredible. It made me think a lot. It also had a lot of action, which I appreciate and prefer. But I just thought, like, honestly, just like starting with the magic system in that book, it's crazy. It's like logic is the magic system, like programming almost, program objects. Magic is just a programmed violation of reality. Thought that was super cool. I thought I had, I thought, I haven't figured it out yet, Daniel. I keep thinking about it, but I thought there was some commentary on late stage capitalism. Oh, yeah. On, yeah. Um, people as commodities, whether as consumers or as production. And, uh, but mostly heists, 99% heists. That was amazing. And then uh, a little bit of an adorable female, female romance. Yeah. It's a great book. I, I agree with you. It's an awesome choice. Yeah. So the, I thought the four main characters were really well done. I don't usually like too many characters, um, but these I felt like they were really fleshed out. So you had Sansia, which is how I think it's pronounced, the main protagonist. She was uh, magically assisted. I don't want to spoil anything, but... Um, and carries out most of the insane heists. And then there's Gregor, who's this idealistic guard captain who also is the heir to one of the merchant houses, which are kind of like the corporations in this town, um, trying to bring justice and order to a system that has none. Which also, to come back to political commentary, I thought it was interesting that he started by trying to apply justice to the oppressed rather than to the oppressors. But it kind of comes, you know, it's, it's well thought out. And then yeah. uh, Orso, the head scientist, basically, of one of the, the same merchant house Gregor's from, and then his assistant, Berenice, who is brilliant. And I thought it was just like a really good heist book. Like, like all this stuff that I'm talking about makes it sound like it was a super serious book, and it wasn't. It's just when you think about it after the fact. Yeah. Um, but a really good ensemble, I guess, fantasy action heist book. And I strongly recommend. Yeah, definitely co-signed. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites in recent years. Who's the author? 
Robert Jackson Bennett. Yep. Uh, also, if I mean, just shout out for this author. Um, check out City of Stairs, my previous favorite book by this author. Wow, I'm going to have to read it again. We're going to have a head-to-head com- competition to see which one's my favorite by this author. Now you need the rest of the City trilogies. Yeah, I got to read City of Miracles, too. Add it to my to-be-read. Good thing. Thank goodness for this quarantine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, if people want to t- talk to us and chat with us about various things, uh, how can they reach us, Marietta? They can reach us on the social media. We have Instagram. We're at Explorers Wanted Podcast. And Twitter. We're at Explorers Wanted. And we have a Facebook page, Explorers Wanted Podcast. And we have ExplorersWanted.fm, our website. And the Tumblr might come. <laughs> it needs to be uh, by popular demand, so. We yeah. get 50 retweets. <laughs> Uh, so we are a new podcast. Like I said before, if you liked what you heard here, the best thing that you could do to help us would be to tell a friend about the podcast and what you like about it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star rating or review on the podcast directory of your choice. You know, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever, those ratings make a huge difference in people being able to find us and for us to be able to connect with an audience. If you want to reach out to us individually on the socials, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik. That's A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. That is at Sierra Tango Alpha Charlie Echo Whiskey India November Delta Uniform. (laughs) Are we much? (laughs) <laughs> one week in a month two weeks a year <laughs> you can try to guess my backstory at slam potato if you want to reach me social media stuff tea with unicorn unless twitter realty unicorn and yeah probably about the time you're hearing this I'm like knee deep in animal crossing on my murder island <laughs> Oh, you can do that now at Animal Crossing. Well, I'm going to call it Murder Island, and we're going to see what happens. <laughs> Seems appropriate. Come at me, Tom Nook. Come at me. The only thing murdered is your economy. Yep. Deforestation. Ooh, brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all have looked at the stock market lately, but anyway, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at I'm on a hike. Yeah. Cool. I like pictures. (laughs) (laughs) We will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful night and bye. Are there horrors in this bar besides the centipedes? And the beer. Oh. And the bartender. I'm uh, enjoying. Oh, crap. My cat just sat on my keyboard. <laughs> Am I, I'm still recording. I got to make sure I'm still recording. I am. Starbuck. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Wait, vampire queen? Don't spoil it. Y'all are super obsessed with vampires. I, did, I, I didn't say vampire. Let us live our fantasies. <laughs> a little bit judgy. Uh, it's more of an observation. That sounded judgy there. Sounded a little, when, a judgy person. When you finish season three of Castlevania, you'll be right I gotta finish us. episode one, okay? Um... But vampires feature heavily in paranormal romance, so I'm very familiar and, you know, have my own relationship with vampires. I'm just saying, you guys, the vampire chat has been 
lit this week? It's because of the quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Because vampires don't get sick. Or are they always sick? Is it a disease? Yeah. I mean, yes. It is in Skyrim. If you're doing the urban fantasy version of vampires, no, it is not a disease. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Okay. That'll be fun later to figure out how much of that I keep in. It's like, wow, this is quality content. Oh, man. Five minutes about vampires. Uh, low quality content, am I right? Yeah, yeah it, it it is. It it's actually good content. It's just whether or not it breaks up the story too much. Um, true, true. Bye. 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 My butt really hurts. <laughs>